0: episode 37 of the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we pick a story and we talk about it. could be a movie, TV series, anime, manga, comic book, audio show, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we discuss it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by my co-captain, Kyle Springer. That's me. Hello. Kyle, how are you this week?
1: I am doing good. i It's its snowing. Outside it is! We have about two or three... Inches right now, um, <gasps> which is both fantastic and also really bad because I don't have very much food. <laughs> oh so no! Hopefully, it doesn't snow too too much, or I can uh, once this is da- 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 done with, I can go at least like I'm gonna get a couple frozen pizzas and hunker down.
0: That's in, all the food you need to in, hunker
1: in, in my house. Yeah, um, <laughs> that and i'm i'm good how are you
0: i'm good it's been snowing here a lot recently which is unusual normally it doesn't get snowy until like later in december until like january february march that's snow season in st louis but no we've gotten like five considerable snowfalls so far and it's weird
1: interesting this is our second one uh the first one we had i think was last weekend last saturday and it was it snowed for like an hour and it didn't stick so it's just (laughs) like oh i guess it snowed Mm -hmm. anyways
0: man, i'm i'm doing good yesterday i went over to a friend's house and we had a hallmark holiday movie marathon
1: hallmark holiday movie marathon hallmark movies meaning what
0: oh those super cheesy movies they play on the hallmark channel during the holiday season and it's all like Home for Christmas and reunited for Christmas and the Christmas miracle and like they're all just these songs. Soft, miracle soft on thirty fifth Street
1: <laughs> It's like the, the knockoffs of of of, of Christmas movies.
0: No, they're like all about (laughs) big town women that go to small towns and they fall for a small town man and they light a Christmas tree together and there's like a spunky kid. It's that kind of thing. And we just drank like boozy hot chocolate and we made fun of them for eight hours.
1: Amazing. (laughs) It was very good. Sounds good. We're watching a holiday film this week.
0: Yes, yes. It is holiday adjacent We are watching the movie Rise of the Guardians. This is a 2012 animated DreamWorks movie. It was directed by Peter Ramsey and it stars Chris Pine as Jack Frost. Alec Baldwin as Santa Claus. uh, Hugh Jackman as the Easter Bunny. Isla Fisher as the Tooth Fairy. The Sandman is in this, but he doesn't talk. And Jude Law is the Boogeyman. So, and it doesn't take place at Christmas. It takes place at Easter, but Santa is in it and it's full of winter times. So it's very nearly a holiday movie. I So
1: I don't know because you grew up in the Midwest where yes. I g- grew up on the East c- c- Coast when I was younger. It would start to get cold and snowy like in November and December. Mm-hmm. And now it's like it that doesn't happen until like February or March. Yeah, like I I. I don't know like it like what? I mean it, it's Obviously snowing right now And it's in the middle of December But like We like our our really cold Months are like Jan, 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 January and February
0: It's it's the same here we start Getting chilly in October normally It doesn't get like cold enough to snow Until like late in December like November is chilly but it's Warm enough that goddamn global rainy. warming yeah, I but it's I so know it rigid and so snowy and icy so early this year. So I don't know what this means for our normal snow times in like yeah. February if we're just going to get a weird fluke and it's going to be like 60 degrees. Because
1: like I, I, I mentioned that because, yeah, you, you said that this film kind of takes place around Easter. Yes. Which is interesting. I don't think it ever actually snows in the film outside of what Jack Frost makes it do. Mm-hmm. and they all seem surprised that it's snowing that late but it it it, it seems like this seems more like in like a, a winter time christmas holiday film than something i would watch during easter
0: yeah which
1: is strange i mean not that i have there. there I... are a bunch of easter <laughs> movies
0: I think this movie, this came out in a November. This was a holiday theatrical release, and then it was a home video release in time for Easter. So I think that's why they kind of put both in there so they could get the most of both holiday audiences. But besides when it does and doesn't snow in our respective
1: communities,
0: Kyle, can I get some brief upfront thoughts about this film?
1: Yes. Um... This film surprised me. I had never seen it before. Right? Uh, Didn't really know what to expect. Um, And I I, I think I I liked it a lot better than I was expecting to. That's good. Nice. I still don't know if I would watch it again. Uh, But, yeah, I I think if you're looking for a holiday film that is (laughs) maybe not people's first thought or like first choice wanting to find something new i think this is a fantastic one Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's not necessarily christmas related yeah you said it was holiday adjacent um it's it's an interesting story it's a little bit of a weird one just by the Premise?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so Um, the premise is that all of these holiday guardians, as I've mentioned earlier, well, just general childhood guardians. Santa, the Easter Bunny.
1: Council of Guardians that are there to guard the children's happiness.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're in charge of you. Not just at Christmas, is Santa Claus watching over you and keeping you safe. It's all the time, and it's been like this for centuries. And so now the man in the moon, who's like their Zordon has summoned Jack Frost a teenager with attitude to join the the Guardian Power Rangers essentially and they're fighting off the boogeyman
1: yeah yeah it's uh it's an interesting one like I I, 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 I both really like the concept and at the mm-hmm. same time really don't it's <laughs> like why do it with Santa why do what? <laughs> no one wants to see the Tooth fairy in action. Like, (laughs) Uh, I was reading about
0: the background of this movie, Mm -hmm. and it was based on these books by, I believe, the author's name was William Joyce. And he said he started writing these books after his little kids asked him, you know, he was all prepared for like what he would do as a dad when they were like, Dad, is Santa Claus real? And like what he was going to answer that. And instead, they were just like, Dad, does Santa and the Easter Bunny, do they know each other? Are they friends? Do they hang out with the Tooth Fairy? So, like, this is what his little kids were asking about. And he's like, well, yes, yes, they do. And I'm going to tell you a story about how they all know each other and what they do together.
1: One day, work was very, very difficult. <laughs> so they all went to the local bar and got <laughs> shitfaced. It was fantastic. The end. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: (laughs) (laughs) i would like that variant as well but no it (laughs) is a it's very whimsical it's super whimsical so i get that it is like you either you're really on board with it or you're not for this concept
1: despite me cursing a lot uh this is very much a like kid friendly family movie warm your heart holiday film yeah yeah it's okay to believe in magic you just have to believe you know Mm -hmm and everything will be better um mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's gonna be i i guess we kind of mentioned the the synopsis man on the yeah. moon is like jack you're a power ranger now and he's like okay <laughs> i don't know what you mean but okay and then they become power rangers and they defeat the boogeyman yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and there's little kids in the movie that they help out because you know it's not the general concept of all children it's also like These couple kids in this one town that get wrapped up in the adventure for a little bit. Wait,
1: when did you first watch
0: this? I saw this in the theaters. I was really looking forward to this. This came out when I was in college, and I was a huge animation nerd when I was in college. So I'd been looking forward to this for a long time. Like, since I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, that sounds fantastic. So I went to see it the opening weekend, I think. (laughs) And then I bought the art book for it. I oh, so just, you're
1: you're like a big, big fan.
0: Not really. Like I, mean, you, I just you
1: have the art book.
0: <laughs> I was given like an Amazon gift card, like, shortly after I saw this movie. And I'm like, you know what, that movie was really pretty. I want to learn more about how they made it. So I bought the giant art book, and then I never really broke into it. And okay. I don't think I've rewatched this movie since I saw it in the theaters. I'll do this with stuff. I'll get like really enthusiastic about something for a little while. And then I will just forget it's real. <laughs> so
1: You're this like, was nice oh, to revisit. Holiday it. movies. I should pitch holiday movies. <laughs> Rise of the
0: Guardians. Okay. Yeah, it, was, it was good to revisit and it was good to actually sit down and read through the art book so I could show up with like facts to tell you, behind the scenes facts.
1: Oh, sweet. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, l- let's do the quick housekeeping. Yes. Uh, and then we will dive into spoiler territory. What I should do, I should make like a scene change thing for when yeah, it's like spoiler so stuff. Yeah, something like that. Um, anyways, uh, housekeeping stuff. This is the penultimate episode mm-hmm. of the review show for 2018. Season one is coming mm-hmm. to a close. Um, I. Pitch The next episode at the end of this one, and that is going to be our final episode of the year. And then we will mm-hmm. be back in uh, 2000. What, what is it, 19?
0: Oh, it's uh, too big, and,
1: yeah. Um, so we will be back. We're gonna take, I guess, two weeks off or so for the holidays. Yeah. Um, our though we record the episode, yeah, I, I guess for us, it's a week from today the mm-hmm. final episode will come out for you good guys the weekend before christmas uh so enjoy that that should be mm-hmm. fun that being said go like share subscribe sell your soul all the things that you need to do to help us out on the social medias and the interwebs um we could really use your help especially here on twitch yeah. twitch.tv slash the whatnots or on our website the whatnots slash live streams you guys can follow us on twitter Twitch, and that will help us out a ton uh we're hoping to reach 50 followers soon i think right now we're sitting at like 26 ish something like that little please halfway, show us you believe here. in us show us you believe mm-hmm. um yeah so that would be fantastic youtube as well youtube.com slash uh, actually, actually I, we don't have a, a link, so I don't know why I went into the thing. See, I'm ready to go. We if in the future. If, if, yes. we get, if we get 100 subscribers on YouTube, we can make our, our own link thing, and I can have that. I'm already ready to go, but we're not there yet, so yeah. help us out there. Uh, but you yeah, guys I... can find us on YouTube uh, just by searching the Whatnots podcast, and our channel will come up mm-hmm.
0: I have um, been checking in on the YouTube videos more often, just like watching a couple minutes of them to see how they turned out. And they're yeah. really fun. They look great.
1: You know, there, you yeah. put a,
0: Yeah. You put a nice graphic border around everything. You get to watch us actually talk to each other. It's fun. Try yes. it out if you haven't tried it before.
1: Yes. And you, you guys can see my Metal Gear Solid p- poster <laughs> behind me, as well as my Zelda uh, Four Swords poster b- behind me. It's fantastic. Um, and you, you can know what our cute faces look like.
0: Yes, we're very cute. Yes, <laughs>
1: um, yes. That being said, uh, let's get on with the show. Yeah, let's get on with the show. Spoiler alert: uh, mm-hmm. We are about to dive into this stuff. So, if you have not seen Rise of the Guardians yet, go watch that. It's a great holiday film. You can watch with the kids if you have them, or if you are a kid, go watch it. It's fun. Yeah
0: kids and for kids at heart like legitimately i think this is this isn't too schmaltzy of a movie for you to not watch as an adult yeah it's good it's it's sort of sweet and nostalgic it's not like a kitty kitty movie
1: there you go melissa with with the art book facts yes what 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 does your art book and your your notes have to say about this film what do you want to talk about first
0: I actually do want to talk about the art first. I feel like the last couple times we've covered something animated, like we dive right into the story, and then it's like in my closing thoughts that I'm like, "Oh uh, yeah, and the art was really good too."
1: Some, so, some, sometimes we do gloss over that, and that's not intentional.
0: Mm-hmm. We leave so much time. We leave so much to cover. But for this one, I actually want to lead with the art because this is what attracted me to this movie in the first place and this is what I've remembered from it. Like, I didn't okay. remember a lot of plot specifics, but I just remembered how pretty it was. And, like, you're an art kid, so I'm really interested to hear your perspective and, like, what designs you liked and what you thought about how they built everything in this world. Yeah.
1: I think for me, the the, the major thing that stood out, I... I well, before I mention that, the main character is Jack Frost. Yes. But I, I don't know what he looks like. That, yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing that I think they had a very open ended, like, was Jack Frost a snowman?
0: <laughs>
1: is, like, is he a it, Michael Keaton snowman? Yeah. Is, uh,. Yeah, um, he he seemed to me to to get a design more from like a, a Huckleberry Finn kind of just
0: yeah
1: Tom Tom Sawyer. I I, I don't know if I'm mentioning the right names, but um, uh, just like this kid from maybe I don't know the late what late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, uh, who's uh, yeah. like barefoot. Mm-hmm walking around having fun causing mischief
0: more specifically uh like the little town he's from is set in like the late 1600s it's a settler town loosely around like pennsylvania okay So it's set like really in the beginning days of American settlement,
1: colonial America. He didn't Mm -hmm. have a British accent though. That's (laughs) interesting. I
0: guess that's true. Yeah, if it's that early in American history, we haven't bred that English accent out of us yet.
1: (laughs) Not really. Think about that. (laughs) Um, That being said, side note, not related to the art. I didn't like Jack Frost's voice. I don't think not that he wasn't acted well. I just don't think his voice fit the character, if that makes sense. Yes. It it didn't look like it was coming out of him.
0: I wrote that in my notes, too. Like Chris Pine, I think like his personality is suited for the personality of Jack. Like, but Jack is supposed to be like 16. And like Chris Pine does not sound like a 16 year old. He sounds like like
1: a grown ass man.
0: He's really well suited for this role in every other respect, except that he sounds like an adult man. <laughs> Which is weird, but otherwise hey, I did I'm really Jack like the voice Frost. cast in this movie also.
1: <laughs> the ladies love me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Starship Captain Jack Frost. <laughs>
1: Live long and prosper, kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, like he, he she should have like a more youthful voice of just like hey, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a kid too, you know, and that's not fast. really what he sounded like. Oh. So, oh well. Back <laughs> to the art, though. Yes. Um, yeah. So I that that was interesting for me to see because I don't, I don't know necessarily where I would t- t- take that. I think, yeah. especially d- just my first thought and first first ideas are. Usually not your best ones in mm-hmm. the art w- world. Sometimes things need a little bit more developing. Um, I w- think I would have gone with the the snowman. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, I I or some kind of like more icy looking monster yeah. type of thing. Like his his hair was white in this, but it didn't look icy. It looked like there was some like light snow on his. Clothes, but that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so even more like like a more like solid, icy looking hair, like it was f- frozen or something. I don't know, but I, that that was an inter-, inter interesting thing for me just to see him like so simple and just like he just looks like a human with a stick.
0: I I kind of <laughs> I like his design a lot, and I remember like. Oh, this, was back. this was back when I was on Tumblr. We were talking earlier this week about the heyday of Tumblr. This movie the came out during that the latest episode
1: time. of The C- Captain's Log, which you can go yes. get at thewhatnots.com or by subscribing on yes. iTunes. Just search for The Whatnots, and Captain's Log will p- pop up there as well. Mm-hmm. Continue. But yeah,
0: The Heyday of Tumblr was when this movie came out for me. This was in 2012. And I do remember everybody loving Jack's design. Like there was a lot of Jack fan art. There was a lot of Jack cosplay and everything. And I think his design works for who he is, which is this colonial boy who went out trying to like skate across the frozen pond with his kid sister and the ice starts cracking and he falls in and he drowns. And so I like that. He looks like just this pale frigid boy and not like any kind of a supernatural creature Like, he, just a pale boy. Yeah. In a hoodie. (laughs) And I like that, too. I like that since he's been around so long, he has grown along with the times a little bit. Like, he's not a modern kid. He's not, like, making pop culture references or anything like that. He just has a hoodie on, which I feel like is just enough.
1: Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny to to think about all the other characters in this and like oh what are their stories well there's santa who is this jolly old fellow who delivers presents to children on a certain night every single year uh that's fantastic there's the tooth fairy who uh takes children's teeth and exchanges (laughs) it for money she's a small little fairy uh, there's the Easter b- b- Bunny, who's just this big rabbit who hides these Easter eggs, or the, mm-hmm. these eggs, and children find them, and inside is is candy, and it's amazing. And then there's Jack. He's a young boy who drowned.
0: <laughs> yes! He is the <laughs> Casper the Friendly Ghost of this world. Like, he,
1: he does not fit with them at all, and it's really funny. Uh, but speaking of the other characters... Mm uh i i liked i well i i I both loved and hated santa (laughs) the first thing we see of santa is what i hate the most
0: which is what his tattoos (laughs) (laughs) they're so corny but in a way so bad works for me okay They're not the best actual designs, but I do like the concept of him just having these two huge, muscly forearm tats, and one says naughty and one says nice.
1: He has sleeves on both of his arms. It's terrible. (laughs) Um, I think it's so funny. And one says naughty and one says nice. It is awful. It's terrible. Um (laughs) (laughs) But besides that, though, once they they kind of show those, I don't. They, they, there's maybe one other yeah. t- time that they reference them. But besides that, you don't see them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it the other like the other aspects of the Santa design, I think, are really in- t- t- interesting because yes. they're almost like Eastern European slash Russian mm-hmm. type of thing, and. Like I, when I when th- when when you think of Santa, like that's not the classical imagery that you think of when oh. when Santa comes to mind, right? Um, they they j- just released a new Netflix, I guess, series or oh, movie with Kurt like Russell that. as Santa, and he fits the part. He looks amazing at, at mm-hmm. like as that looks exactly what I think of when I think of Santa, um. But th- yeah, he's like this big, burly, like Russian man whose hair is white, but his eyebrows <laughs> are are still black. He almost looks like like a more buff Christopher Lee. He almost looks like yeah. Sauron. yeah. and it like it works. It's really cool actually, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I, I, I I liked that a lot.
0: Yeah, I really like all the character designs in this movie. And one thing they talk about in the book is that every character's kind of got a key color, which is fairly common in animation. But also, all of them were based on a oh, shape. Like Santa's very square, and Sandman is very round, and Bunny's yeah. very triangular, and the Tooth Fairy's like a diamond, and Jack's like a true. snowflake hexagon. So, yeah, they they use this very basic like illustrative language with these characters like they've all got a color they've all got a shape there's something very primary about them and like very kid friendly without being oversimplified
1: yeah well i mean so my degree is in graphic design Mm -hmm. and one of the things that we're often taught is to simplify things to to, to its most basic shape um, Mm -hmm. and kind of go from there whether you keep it at those most basic shapes to represent it or like i know that whole thing you hear about in the army or something or in the military where they're like we're gonna tear you down so we can build you back up (laughs) you know uh it's that kind of thing like we will break something down to its most basic shape so we can understand it a little, little bit more and then we'll build it back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's k- k- kind of what they were doing with this, where they they did like, if we were to like, I mean, we, we already think of Santa as this big like boulder of a man, right? Who's just this yeah. happy-go-lucky j- 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 jolly fellow. And it, like when you think of a big man, you often think of like square shoulders and like, you know, a broad yeah. chest. And so with those shapes in mind, they kind of built him out. And I think that's how they came up with that design. And it's one that I don't think they needed to stylize really no. beyond that simplification of just, mm-hmm. hey, here's, here's a shape. Yes. He will be this shape. And that is Santa. Yes. And it, it 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 works, and I I I think it's like each character is distinct. I mean, one is a human, one's a fairy, one's a bubba bu- bunny. Who knows what the hell the sand man is? You <laughs> he's know, out of
0: sand, he's a he's, sandcastle man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but he he's that. You remember that stuff in the nineties that was like that underwater sand, sand stuff? Yeah. He's moon What if sand. he's that? He's moon sand. <laughs> Interesting um <laughs> but but yeah so like I I I think it's 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 good that they 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 went with that like here's a shape here's a collar it's kind of what I do here at the whatnots with the like review show and captain's log stuff um We've kind of gotten away from the symbols. We mm-hmm. used to The review show used to be the rocket ship. The yeah. captain's log used to be a little, little, little astronaut. Um, we had a planet and stuff like that. But now we, we go with colors. The review show is red. The captain's log is blue. Uh, the reactor core is yellow, or I, I guess you could say it's blue black because like big things of yellow don't really look all that fantastic um Mm -hmm. but yeah like it's just some kind of visual language that is easily distinguishable just like here's that one here's that one and there's no confusion between the two the two Mm -hmm. so now that i've gone way too too (laughs) deep into
0: good stuff
1: design stuff and everyone has glazed their eyes over and tuned yeah. out
0: <laughs> i also want to talk about pitch who is the boogeyman that's his character archetype but like his name what they call him is pitch which i think is I,
1: a really neat name
0: yeah pitch yeah. black yes i loved his design he's, because... if he's
1: related to sirius
0: <laughs> way way up there in the black family tree yeah
1: <laughs> he's like a third cousin Mm-hmm. <laughs> bitch serious it's been 10 years <laughs> I know where have you been <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like pitch a lot because a lot of these characters are humanoid Santa human Jack Frost human uh,
1: Sandman Moon the
0: tooth fairy is like a human bird hybrid but her face is very humanoid Sandman's you know the Easter Bunny's a bunny the Sandman's kind of humanoid looking But Pitch looks the least human of all of them, bunny aside, because he's a bunny. Like, Sandman is human, very simplified. Like I said, he's like a sandcastle man. But Pitch is, like, even more, like, blunt beyond that. Like, he's barely human in this really weird way where he's in this uncanny valley of being just close enough to human to be recognizable. But, like, he's so blunt and blocky. And I was reading in this art book that it wasn't just in his visual design that they made him kind of unnatural and off-putting. They said our surfacing team came up with a very subtle non-human skin for him. So this even went down into like the technical the side of on like, his skin, and shading and everything. Like there was a picture in the art book of like the skin test for how Jack's skin looks, and it's got that sort of you know a little bit of glow from. It's got that glow. Maybe a little that bit more form. of a
1: crystalline structure, yeah. yeah. Rather but than like, smooth like, skin.
0: yeah, pitch. They did not design his skin like normal human skin, and like I didn't realize it, but after I read that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like light does not react with him in the same way.
1: Yeah. Well, his he has a neat power that he he yeah. can kind of like vanish into the shadows and become mm-hmm. shadow. Yeah. Uh, like there's that one scene. I think it's about, about about midway, three quarter. It's 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 about three quarters of the the way in when I think Easter blah, 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 honey has turned into that smaller, yeah. bunny rabbit rather mm-hmm. than this almost as uh, Jack Frost says k- k- kangaroo yep. like thing. Um, but there's they're in this like back alley, and instead of seeing pitch. We just see these, like, shadows, like, yeah. f- like go uh, uh, across the walls and on the floor and stuff like that. And that's really cool. Like, that mm-hmm. was really c- creepy. Though, so, I don't know if I really noticed, it, like, an unnaturalness to him, though. So, it, it at, at least for, for me, I, I missed it. Maybe it's very subtle. Like, yeah. I, w- when we did see him, he was humanoid mm-hmm. for me. He was more of like vampirish. Yeah, just like this, like, darker eyes, like bags underneath his eyes. Yeah, his like, teeth his teeth are a little bit like sharper. His face is longer. Funky. His nose is sharper. Yeah. yeah. Um, just these, like, distinguished, uh, I, I like monsterish
0: yeah these are creatures kind of but
1: teeth. not in in the sense where it's like okay you're a monster but you're yeah you're, you're, you're just like you're a messed up human being if that makes sense
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he's just like this pale shadow thing that doesn't come out from behind his rocks
1: sounds like me <laughs>
0: <laughs> another thing i I was intrigued about in regards to Pitch is that he represents fear. Every guardian has this like element that is theirs. Like, Jack is fun, you know, the fun of throwing snowballs or sledding or something. And Santa is wonder. And the Easter Bunny is hope, like new life and surprises. And the Tooth Fairy is memories. And the Sandman is dreams. And Pitch is fear. And this movie is about them like banishing that fear. Like, if nobody believes Facing in Pitch, it, yeah. then nobody's scared of him and vice versa. And I get why it wasn't here, but I would have been intrigued to see them, like, kind of learn to embrace fear. Like, fear also has, like, wonder and delight in it. Like, it's fun to be scared sometimes. I was that kid. I loved scary
1: stories. I still love them today. People, yeah, who watch scary movies and, like, that kind of stuff because they want that feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. at, At least in an entertainment sense and not like actually like, Hey, you should, (laughs) you should come make me fear for my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just go wandering in the dark woods, kids. It'll be fine for everyone. But, and this is a very classic story of don't be scared of the boogeyman. The boogeyman can't hurt you. Like you've got so many people watching out for you and everything is safe and it's going to be okay. And I would have liked to have seen some sort of thing of, how fear can be kind of fun and useful sometimes like fear is not always a thing to be banished or overcome with, you know, it's something you can play with.
1: Exactly. I kind of want to talk about that. So you, uh, you're not as much of a video game player. I think you've seen your brothers play some stuff here and there. Yes. Yep. That's Um, the
0: level I'm at. (laughs) Bystander.
1: So, I'm super excited for Kingdom Hearts 3 because I am one of those people, and yeah. Kingdom Hearts yeah. is one of my favorite games. Um, And I'm replaying them all right now. And I, it's interesting because when something usually becomes really popular, you will see other things pop up that are supposed to be an imitation of yeah. that thing. Coke and Pepsi, right? There's... uh. <laughs> Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think Oreos were originally the copycat, cat, cat, and then became so much more yeah. popular. What than do we need thing. to do with the hydrox? Banish hydrox. Exactly. That's. What I was like, I don't remember what they're called, but the <laughs> hydrox cookie sounds like a drug you would t- take. It sounds like a, a a soap. Hey man, you got any more of that hydrox? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like that, like. There's usually some kind of knockoff or some kind of competition to go along with that. I don't know if there's really anything like that in terms of Kingdom Hearts. Which, Kingdom Hearts is a mix of all of these Disney franchises and Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. franchises. And, like, Disney has Pixar and then their competition is DreamWorks. And so I'm like I'm 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 kind of wondering if DreamWorks was to do something like that, what that video game would look like. Ooh. And I couldn't help but as I was watching this and also that I'm replaying all these Kingdom yeah. Hearts games, be like, this is c- c- kind of like a Kingdom Hearts. T- it is. T- type of thing. I didn't think thing.
0: about that until we started talking about it. It is all of these known properties put together around thing, this very yeah. whimsical, heartfelt story through line of like protecting people
1: and like being friends and what's interesting about kingdom hearts is they do have that uh they, they have uh i would say one character but i guess there's multiple ones that do take the path of hey i went the darker route i started to do that I now know that that was probably a mistake but at the same time it's also part of me like it wasn't necessarily my choice to like be quote unquote evil or Mm -hmm. stuff like that like I I, there's just I'm I'm not that happy go lucky everything is hopeful and optimistic like there is a darkness inside of me and there's nothing wrong with that like Mm -hmm. and in fact I can kind of use that to help people or you know to to protect my friends and stuff like that and yeah like you said that's something that's not really explored in this it is more of the, just that that stereotype of like oh well once you face your fears then it's not a problem right you mm-hmm. can, you're, you're just you're done and that's it moving <laughs> on everything is happy go lucky now
0: yeah, it's a very comforting story. Yeah. It is this, you know, it's about guardianship. It's about like finding inner strength and also knowing like there's forces out there in the world that are watching over you and protecting you. And I wish I, I think I just would have liked to have seen an example of like when fear is kind of fun, like, you know, sledding down a really steep hill with Jack Frost or something like that. Yeah. Part of Christmas is scary ghost stories inexplicably yeah
1: it's the ghost of christmas past yeah um, yeah it's it or j- j- just to see how like you said like part of fun is that like exhilarating experience yeah. of yeah like go going down that really steep hill and there's that fear of like just that that first step and then that fear of oh yeah. shit i think i'm going too fast yeah. and then it's like it's that like he cut like i f- feel like he would almost work in tandem with a lot of the other yeah guardians like, this is a sense. movie
0: of the talks about like nightmare fear but <laughs> My i teeth want... are falling out what the <laughs> hell is happening to me
1: there's <laughs> like like blood like going down their their gums right
0: i want a little bit of like roller coaster fear like good fun fear mixed in there yeah
1: maybe if they ever make a sequel they'll be teaching him how to have some fun yeah i want to do snowball fight too (laughs) (laughs) he also kind of reminded me of guru from despicable me I can like see I that. could like yeah. I could like head ca- cannon I could almost see him like being ba- 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 banished from this movie and then be like, fine, I'm just going to go live my own life and start my own family. And then it's, (laughs) it's despicable me, right? How he used to be this, like this super villain that wanted to take over the world. (laughs) And now he's learning to be a family (laughs) man and love his daughters (laughs) and fall in love.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I do want to talk very briefly about the actual kids in this movie. Go for it. I didn't remember any of them except for cupcake. Cupcake is great. <laughs> ah, cupcake. Big, burly, muscly, like ten-year-old girl who just wants to be a ballerina and she's super girly, but she's also like built like a troll.
1: She's built like a tank, yeah. Yes. I love her.
0: <laughs> like the kids in this movie are so like maybe cupcake aside, she's a little bit more cartoony. Like they're all so normal. But in a the, way I it works like they're very realistic one. children.
1: I really liked the geeky one with they're at the end there and they're like yeah. I'll protect the guardians. No, I will and I will and there's the one guy who's like I'll try.
0: <laughs> yes! I'm just
1: like yes i love you <laughs> you know you don't have the physical like endurance to do it but you'll give it your all for three whole minutes <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I like these kids designs and that they weren't over designed like their clothes aren't super well put together or accessorized yeah. or flashy and it's like winter time like it's chilly and like, there's one of the kids that's wearing like a huge coat and like a huge hat, and then just like shorts and like sneakers. Like nobody's really put together. They're all kind of slapdash in this very natural way. Mm-hmm. And I love that the little sister, her hair was always a mess. Yeah,
1: because that's <laughs> so
0: true. I, I love children, but every child, young
1: needs girls love. especially, just they're they're
0: they're always sloppy. <laughs> I loved that. She's so. <laughs> Truthfully, naturally sloppy.
1: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I think that one nerd kid was my f- favorite. Yes, because <laughs> he has his one moment. Like I, I don't think I really noticed him before that one thing, and he's just like, mm-hmm. "Well, I'll
0: try." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was great. Um,
0: I also. I just want to say they really love the town they're set in. It's this town called Burgess. And I think it's set like roughly around like Pennsylvania. And there's this shot where you can see in the background, this big town founder statue, like there's Thaddeus Burgess and it's him and his settler family, like with a dog and a shotgun, just like getting ready to reach out into the West. Yes. And like there's posters in the town, like, Hey, it's the Burgess, you know, annual historical Easter egg hunt festival. Like, it's got so much authenticity to it that so easily could have been skipped over. Like, this could have just been Townburg, USA. But it feels like a real place. And that was something I learned about in the art book. Like, there's a lot of work done on that city and how it is, like, this old colonial town that, like, it's become updated, but also other parts of it are, like, really showing its age. Like, if you look in the background, there's so many, like... Rusty, like old, rattly AC units. Like, it's not a polished town at all. Yep.
1: Yep. That's where I live. I live yes. in Richmond. And so it's that, like, mix of colonial and VCU is also buying up this heady. So they're renovating a whole mm-hmm. b- b- bunch of, of stuff. Um, But yeah, like, my house has basically a fireplace place in every room but we can't use them because it's illegal so it's just this like exposed brick useless fire places my house is so old that like the wood is like slanting in and Mm -hmm. all that stuff and then like at winter time when it gets cold like sometimes people like plastic up in their windows to like vacuums hail yeah. it and stuff like that that won't work at like my house or a lot of the houses here because it's so old and there's just holes ev- yeah. everywhere um so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah like th- and there was another thing i wanted to hear from you like okay kyle's an art kid and he's also from like the colonial states so let me hear from him how true this really feels because it feels true to me out here in the midwest
1: yeah like like, yes
0: that's what i think pennsylvania's like
1: yeah like a lot of the the like you'll go to like a local bar here and you'll look up and it looks like a ceiling from the like civil war Mm -hmm. era um you you can tell like the like the the three stores right next to each other all used to be one giant building right and they just Mm -hmm. like separated them off and stuff like that um yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Like it, it's, it's 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 difficult to like build a city from scratch and make it look yeah. au- like authentic like that. Um and to to me cuz you so so you have the art book which you you know I'm sure have read through a couple times or at I least like looked, at, or at, least, like, like, looked I, at the pictures I and stuff like when that I
0: first yeah i flipped through it when i first got it and like the thing yeah. about art books is that Which they're I, I big and heavy I mean,
1: it's an art book you and, look at the art you don't read
0: yeah read it. yeah like they're big and heavy and they're cumbersome to actually read so i think i got it flipped through it and i'm like oh cool i'm gonna have to go through this all someday and then i didn't did. until this morning <laughs>
1: but but so i i guess my point is like you like you've you've at least looked at a little bit more details of what went into the thing right Uh um whereas me like i i watched this film for the first time but again that's not something i really noticed yeah um and that that's not a bad thing right yeah i i i think like Stuff like that, like background designs, character design, like textures and stuff, like on the skin and the mm-hmm. shading and stuff, usually doesn't become a problem until people notice it, right? Yeah, Which, yeah. It's, it's one of those things, like if people are noticing it, it's – it's and, and like like wide scale, scale right? Because there always are going to be those people – Kind of like us and what we do here, but we spend the t- time to look at that stuff, or at least open it up some and try to dive in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that that was something that I didn't notice. Meaning, I think they did it really well. Yeah. Right. You you don't want the music to be distracting. You don't mm-hmm. want the backgrounds <laughs> to be distracting. So you almost don't want to notice them. In the sense that it needs to be so believable that it's just like, oh, yeah, sure. And then you Mm -hmm. move move, move, move on.
0: Yeah, I think this movie has a really great mix of very striking things and very subtle things that you don't pick up on, like, until you've seen the movie a couple times or until, like, something tells you to watch out for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And to talk... Uh, look briefly about the story next because we've been very art focused which is something I wanted to do this is such a gorgeous movie but Mm -hmm. for the story about it I really love Jack's character arc because it's so reflective of who he is in the real world like everybody's heard the phrase "Ah, you know Jack Frost nipping at your nose but like He's not like a character. I, I, He's when, not when a guy. When you
1: mentioned him last week, I was like, "How many noses does he nibble?"
0: <laughs> and that's the journey, like Jack, the actual character, goes through. He's like, "I nobody knows me. Nobody believes in me. I'm nothing." Yeah, I loved that meta story that this movie worked with.
1: Yes, it um, it's it's an inter- interesting story to me. I think particularly in how they use the tooth fairy yeah because i i feel like they added like like that was the one character that i felt like they added to to Mm -hmm. make the story work right yes santa didn't have except for the elves where it's like we 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 let them believe that elves are the ones that make it but really it's the yetis you know yes i love Um, the yetis but (laughs) everyone else was pretty much what you would expect the easter mm-hmm. b- b- bunny p- paints these eggs and hides them and that's it sandman brings children th- yeah. these j- 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 dreams and that's it right but the tooth fairy not only co- collects these teeth and gives them money in return but the reason she does this is because the teeth hold the like like the children's best childhood memories yeah which in a weird way explains why like a lot of people don't have very many memories of when they are like children right they have like a Mm -hmm. couple things that might stand out but it's like I like I really only start to remember things when I'm like six or seven maybe Mm -hmm. eight or nine you know somewhere around there is when I'm really cognizant of like I'm a human. I'm existing. Like, yes. I, there's this thing called memory. Maybe I should start recording these things. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, obviously, you have a memory. What happens to those things? Oh, they're mm-hmm. locked in your teeth, which makes no sense. But sure. But it uh, makes
0: sense in a magical fantasy way.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, exactly. And so they 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 take that and run with it. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah I mean I, I guess it's this idea of Jack Frost really doesn't know who he is like he just wakes up and is Jack Frost and yeah. he thinks he's always been that um, which is kind of strange mm-hmm. M- makes me wonder if that happened to the other people too like if they all had past lives before yeah. that and then they wake up and one day oh I guess I'm gonna collect teeth now <laughs> Okay. Yeah,
0: and like the thing about Jack Frost is that he does have that Casper thing, where he is a dead boy. He's a ghost, effectively. And I don't I'm know if dead anybody boy. else is a ghost. <laughs> I don't know if like Santa Claus died and then came back to life as Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that's that's almost what, what I'm wondering is mm-hmm. like who else, like what other kind of legendary being. Is that, the, <laughs> is that the right term? Sure, <laughs> yes. Mythical creature. Um, <laughs> like, what else uh, there is? Like, who is that mouse? The The one from, like, oh, he's from the European di- yes, division. Yes. I have no idea who that is.
0: That, I remember that from, like, my French class in high school. That is their equivalent of the tooth fairy. It's this little mouse the that basically mouse? does the same thing. Yeah, basically does the same thing the tooth fairy does. It sneaks into your house. It takes your teeth and it leaves you like a franc, I guess, because you're in France. A euro if you're a recent child in France. But yeah, that is a legit cultural thing. And I, I liked how multicultural this movie was. Like the Easter bunny doesn't need to be Australian, but it's fun that he is. And that's a really good match. Weirdly enough.
1: Huge, huge Jackman. It's Wolverine. (laughs) Playing the Easter bunny.
0: And I read that, like, they cast Hugh Jackman and then they developed this whole, like, outback aesthetic for the Easter Bunny. Like, he was completely different before they got Hugh Jackman.
1: Yeah, I'm almost wondering if uh, if they took inspiration from Captain Boomerang, who's a DC c- okay. comic book villain. He's a member of the Suicide Squad or, or often okay, is. Okay, this
0: sounds familiar now.
1: Yeah, so if you, if you've seen Suicide Squad, uh, Captain Boomerang was in that movie. He, I oh, fuck, he was played. Was it Jai Courtney? I don't know why that name is coming to mind. I don't remember off the top of my head. I, I can who confirm as a
0: real human name for somebody.
1: He was the one that always had to have the stuffed animal. Did did you see that? I'm movie? I'm still on
0: my way to it.
1: Don't, I'm going to. Don't don't yeah, watch it.
0: Kyle, you know who I am. You know my heart is made out of trash.
1: Don't do this to yourself. I'm going yourself. to. Because Melissa. I have Melissa, you can <laughs> you, you you can understand fear, but you don't have to believe in it. Okay? It's a terrible movie.
0: <laughs> I want to know. I want to quantify it. How ter- like how is it terrible? Have you ever Please been in- see-
1: have you ever been inside a hot topic?
0: Many times? is that Imagine too
1: many Hot times? Topic as a movie.
0: I did. It seems like an all right way to spend an hour and a half. I could spend an hour and a half a lot worse than Suicide Squad, honestly, I think.
1: We're done. Podcast <laughs> over. We're not coming back no, next year.
0: <laughs> how much I also love Lost.
1: Oh, yes, <laughs> saved. All right, good. <laughs> lost. <laughs> No, yeah, I don't.
0: I don't let the badness of a movie scare me away if it's like associated with a thing I like. Like, <laughs> right? I'm intrigued by superhero movies. Even the worst superhero movie, I will still watch just so that I know what that part of the landscape is. You know, like in the Lion King, where he's like, "And that's the Shadowlands. You don't go over there." But Simba's like, oh, "But I want to see what it looks like." That's me. But but I want to see the Shadowlands.
1: Shadows the are cool. Shadow <laughs> um yeah so i i I guess my point is he kind of reminded me of captain boomerang who is this australian guy who uses these boomerangs right and here is this australian bunny that uses boomerangs and hides (laughs) eggs whatever um so yeah uh that was that I don't know where else I was going with that to decides to say. I wonder if they pulled inspiration from him.
0: Who knows? I don't know. I I didn't pick up on that one in the book. It seems like they just worked back after they got Hugh Jackman in the role. And I like the Easter Bunny a lot because I always love a stick-in-the-mud character. I'm always so entertained by just somebody being grouchy and uptight. (laughs) It always works on me. (laughs) Yeah and um, I like the tooth a lot too because for like sappy sentimental reasons like hummingbirds were my grandma's favorite animal and her place was covered in hummingbird stuff and yeah. now it's like my favorite animal oh, too right. by it osmosis like
1: hummingbirds I guess I didn't yeah. put that yeah. together I like there's, I, there's so many things in this movie I missed then mm-hmm. I didn't notice the, the, the beautiful skin on pitch black <laughs> I I did not notice all of the 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 colonial rust stains on this city, and I didn't think to be like, oh, the fairies are like hummingbirds. I get it now.
0: Have you, you seen a hummingbird? I think that one's pretty obvious.
1: I I've I have seen plenty of hummingbirds. I I just I don't. Maybe my mind was not. I was not like. Okay, what what are these? Oh, hummingbirds! Mm, Yes, indubitably. I see now. Hummingbirds. Yes, right.
0: (laughs) The tooth fairy is supposed to be like the National Geographic version of what a fairy would be. Like the closest fairy type animal that we have, I would say yes. I would consider it a hummingbird. They're tiny and quick and just brightly colored and vibrant. And I think her character is very sweet. It's a little weird, like, reading into the art book, like, they based so much of, like, the, like in the early versions of her design and a lot of the design that made it into the movie of, like, the, not a lair, like, her headquarters, her tooth palace where she lives. It's based on a lot of Eastern things. Like, there's a lot of, like, India and China and, like, Thailand in her, like, background. yeah. They ended up with like a and like it's just this much of a face poking out from the rest of a hummingbird body, but she's awfully white-looking to have come from a background like that that they were considering.
1: That yeah, it's an interesting mix. Like the the Santa being more Russian Eastern mm-hmm. European kind of thing that makes sense. Like there's the the like I that's still white to me. That yeah. makes sense. Um. But, but yeah, like, that being said, this movie is very American. It is, yeah. or I, I, I guess, like, it is like a United States m- 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 movie, right? Yeah. Um, which is which is I just something I've thought about for a long time, whether it's music or movies and all that stuff. A lot of the stuff that we're inundated with is, like, American Top 40 stuff. Here's mm-hmm. the best Hollywood stuff. Here's the best yeah. uh like the the best mainstream American hip hop or rock or country or mm-hmm. you, you know here's all that stuff, but you don't hear about many other things that are not American, yeah or, or like the the like one other thing we do hear about is the British stuff because it's also English <laughs> and us stupid Americans can somewhat understand English um,
0: I think but there's so much are... more
1: stuff out there so yeah. I, 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 I guess just to say my p- point is yeah I thought that's a weird mix I don't know how international the tooth fairy is or I mean yeah. uh, uh, obviously they have a European division mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, and like,
0: that might have been Part of it, actually, now that you say it, like they thought about those things and her design, but like the concept of a tooth fairy is like a Western concept. And so to make her like, I don't know, maybe a person of color. And so she's barely a person.
1: She's a little face on a bird body, but like or Chinese. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Might be kind of odd because like those cultures, like they don't have that. Maybe I don't know. That's a good point. Like, I don't know how, outspread how outside of like western europe and america you get a tooth fairy concept yeah
1: and besides that one mention of the european division mm-hmm. i don't they they don't specify if that's the like i mean as as you said that is the excuse me mm-hmm. uh, that is the like european tooth fairy but they don't mention if that's like also if there's like a european guardian division yeah is
0: there a big mouse over there the way that we have like the big hummingbird lady
1: who knows yeah um but but then if that's the case if they do have other divisions yeah like why don't we see more of these legendary creatures these mythical (laughs) beings
0: um, yeah, they've got like from, Krampus and a big rat king, right, And like, Baba Yaga.
1: Well, not not only that stuff, but just like from other countries too. Like, what yeah. does India have? What, what does yeah. China have? Why mm-hmm. aren't they a part of this? Like, I yeah. like, especially if you're bringing all of those properties mm-hmm. to like again. I I understand this is a very American movie, so I see why they. Cut it down to yeah, and it was
0: like, especially coming from where it came American from, like, stuff. like this guy telling his kids about the stuff they had heard about, like right. connecting a world out of the couple things his little kids knew.
1: But I think this is also an opportunity. Like it, it was an yeah. opportunity for them to be like, well, here, like here's what they do in China. Here's here's yeah. what happens in in Poland. You, you know, mm-hmm. here's what happens. I I, I I I I I don't know. Just like what what else is out there
0: yeah like i like how multicultural this movie is but i think it could do a lot more with that than it
1: has done and and, and just that that lack of stuff makes the like as you said the like design decisions for the tooth fairy seem a little strange of like why is that a little more indian or Mm -hmm. uh like why is that a little more like eastern Mm -hmm. culture versus western yeah
0: I do like um, the Easter Bunny again, though. Like, they didn't think about making him Australian until they cast Hugh Jackman. And they're like, oh, let's take, like, that actor's background and incorporate it into the character. Like, it's more of that. Like, more of that. But I like that as a starting point.
1: Yeah. mm Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Um, I think that's all I really have to t- i say we Mm -hmm. we 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 did start to talk about the story and then we kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent i guess just to wrap
0: story's pretty
1: basic i like it but there's nothing we started talking about the teeth and the weirdness about the teeth and that's that's kind of the crux of the story is that jack then finds out that he had a life before all of this and that Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't have those memories so if he mm-hmm. gets his teeth back then he can find um like he can get his memories
0: mm-hmm.
1: back and he can find out who he was which is also a very video gamey thing of like you have to go okay collect 900 oh yeah the collecting part yeah and you know they're scattered throughout the world have fun finding them you know <laughs> and the more you get the more the more memories you mm-hmm. receive and the more joy you can bring to ch- mm-hmm. children you know um so yeah
0: yeah that. i think i like the story of this movie it's got a couple neat touches like the meta thing about jack frost not really being anybody <laughs> Uh, but I think the real strength of this film is the artwork of it. Like, I didn't remember a lot about the story, but the artwork, like, like all those sand creatures, like the shots of like the huge brontosaurus made out of dream sand, like yeah. that has stuck with me for years. It's beautiful. Awesome. Mm hmm. I was going to ask, what did this remind you of? And what would you recommend based on this movie?
1: Um kingdom hearts okay yeah that makes a lot of sense (laughs) yeah no um i mean that's a video game so it's not really like something you can go watch or Mm -hmm. read um what did this remind me of i don't know like i i i feel it's not a holiday thing but also kind of shrek the idea that they're kind of taking these like it's not it's not a comedy Mm -hmm. Right. So Shrek is obviously meant to be a comedy, like an action comedy type -hmm. of thing. Um, But again, just the idea that they're taking all of these kind of fairy tale things and putting them into one universe um, is kind of interesting, Uh, which I think Shrek is also a DreamWorks thing.
0: Yes, yes. I wanted to talk about just how this compares among the rest of DreamWorks film library cuz i feel like dreamworks is
1: they get looked over a little yeah, bit yeah they here really and
0: there. do and like they just sort of think oh it's shrek and shrek type things or people are like oh i'd love how to train your dragon but like yes that, that was also else.
1: what what i was going to say yeah. especially in uh in his flashback yeah. when he finally gets his m- 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 memories it's like oh that's uh what's his name from how to train your j- dragon <laughs> like it looks exactly like he would fit in there or, or like
0: yeah tangled. I can see old Jack and Hiccup being friends yeah yeah. This, this is also a lot less funny than your average DreamWorks movie I feel like DreamWorks does comedy very well like honestly one of my favorite movies is Megamind Megamind is hysterical
1: I I've, love it so much I've seen that like once like maybe five or six years ago. <gasps> Revisit, yeah, it was make good your mind. It was good. Didn't they also do Bolt or was that Disney? Bolt is Disney. Oh, okay. Never mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, why I think DreamWorks
0: is very good at being funny. And it's not like this movie had like jokes that fell flat, it just didn't try to be very jokey. And I'd like just like 10% more jokes in it. <laughs> like it's a yeah. fairly straightforward, like fantasy adventure story. And I'd like a tiny bit more humor because I know the studio as a whole can do that very well.
1: I, yeah, like I don't want it to be a comedy though.
0: No, exactly. Yeah, I don't want it to be a comedy, but.
1: Take note from like the Marvel movies of Mm -hmm. like, you you know, you can go watch Captain America and that's like a spy thriller. But there's some funny moments in in, in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah so like having maybe one or two more jokes in there would have been fantastic.
0: Mhm mhm. Yeah, like How to Train Your Dragon I think is the closest other Dreamworks movie to this one and that is like this big sweeping epic fantasy adventure but it's also fairly funny. Yeah. So, yeah, if you Like this, uh, consider looking into the rest of DreamWorks' film catalog. There's some stuff that's really overlooked. I really like Monsters vs. Aliens. Nobody ever talks about that one. I don't think it's about that one. No, it's about this girl who's like, this woman's getting ready for her wedding day, and then like a meteorite crashes from outer space and it turns her into a giant woman. And it's just about this giant woman and all of of the 50
1: foot woman.
0: Yeah, and she bonds with like these alien dudes that are in her like government holding pin of weird creatures and these alien dudes like help her understand hey that guy you were gonna marry he's not good for you (laughs) it's about her becoming more independent as a 50 foot mutant woman it's such a weird movie but it's real charming
1: i wonder if it's like a spoof slash love letter to like the the old like b sci-fi horror films there's like a
0: bug man and like a blob monster all that
1: stuff it's terrible um cool well yeah go go check this out it's a great holiday film to watch with the family If you don't get to it now, you could save it till Easter. Yeah, you have from now until Easter to watch it, and then you Mm -hmm. have to wait.
0: Everybody talks about The Nightmare Before Christmas as a dual holiday movie, and nobody talks about Rise of the Guardians.
1: Yeah, there you go. That would be a—I mean, I guess now we've already done Rise of the Guardians, but that would be an interesting theme. Can we pitch holiday movies that have dual holidays in them? We have uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, this one, and then we need a third. Let us know, internet, if you have any ideas. Um, But yeah, so that's that. Mm -hmm. That's that. Go check it out. It is my turn to pitch stuff for this next week. Last
0: pitches of the year!
1: Yes, uh, so for our last episode, um, this is... We are going to be recording it, uh, I guess, mid December. Mm-hmm. And then it will be out, as I said earlier on, in the episode for uh, like the weekend before Christmas. It's like the 22nd tw- ish. Yeah. Something around, around there. there. I don't know if that is the right date or not, but whatever that Sunday is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also wanted to do Christmas movies. Uh, oh. Yeah. So
0: you told me before you weren't a huge Christmas movie
1: fan so I'm surprised. Not not so okay I I guess I'm not doing Christmas movies but like Christmas themed things.
0: Okay. All right, cool.
1: Or even more Christmas adjacent than what christmas you did. christmas
0: adjacent I'm fine with. Yes.
1: <laughs> um and mine are a little bit more on the weirder side.
0: Oh, I like weird.
1: So First one, let me pull up my notes here. Where is it? Okay. First one, I actually want to do a compare and contrast episode, meaning we have something to watch and something to read at the same time. Okay. Um and it, the it's The Polar Express
0: and The Polar Express.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's <laughs> it's only if you p- 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 Pick this first pitch, so it's not that each uh-huh. one, okay. each one is a compare and contra- mm-hmm. contrast. But pitch number one is happy. It is a comic written by Grant Morrison and has also been turned into an eight-episode uh. TV show oh. with. Um, and I, I forget what's the gun. G- is, g-
0: is this the one with Christopher Maloney?
1: Yes. okay i know what you're talking about that's the one i was about to say who's the guy if we remember when we watched wet hot american summer and he was the chef and (laughs) he's also in like csi and whatever the fuck those those shows are um yeah so it's a four issue comic book and an eight issue or eight episode (laughs) tv show Yes, Uh, and it is about a it it, it follows Nick Sachs, who is the Mm main character, and he is a beat up alcoholic cop who Mm -hmm. has a massive heart attack. And when he wakes up, he sees a small flying blue unicorn that apparently only he can see. And this unicorn is imploring him to go save a little girl who's been kidnapped by a man dressed as Santa.
0: There it is. There's the connection. Okay.
1: Uh, So that is pitch number one. And that, like I said, that's the compare and contrast thing. Um, So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Pitch number two, not as crazy. Uh
0: Uh-huh
1: but crazy in a different way. I want to read Gotham Central book two. Uh, and it, you might be like, okay, why are we rereading book two and not book number one? It's it's a mix of, so, so Gotham Central is a crime noir uh, comic book that takes place in, <laughs> in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, but does not follow Batman. It okay, follows yeah. the police yes. in, in Gotham. Excuse me, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time saying that word. Um, but it's one of, it, it's it, it's a fantastic book. I've read this entire series. Um, and book number two uh, starts out with a story that takes place during christmas as the joker is going on a murder spree (gasps) um and the the interesting thing about this book is yeah if you're in gotham you live where batman lives if you're Mm. a a, a cop like what batman is the greatest detective Mm. but if As a cop, you can't do your job and you're just letting this vigilante, like, solve all of these cases. Mm -hmm. What does that say about the cops? Like, they're, like, do you actually need the cops? Like, what Mm -hmm. are they there for? So it's this idea of, like, hey, like, we have this sense of pride. We're cops. We need to actually do our job. We have, like, 48 hours. Hours before Batman swoops in and solves this. And at the same time, like, how do you not only solve these crimes in these ca- cases, but what if it's the Joker? What if it's Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. who's like making these things? Like, it's an actual like super villain, right? Not just some guy who robbed a bank, you know? Like, it's actually s- mm-hmm. like someone who wants to like turn all of Gotham into a wintry wonderland forever, you know? Like, what happens then? So, um, book two, actually, I think, has multiple stories in it, but the first uh, four are that, like, Joker story, but I think in total, it's, like, nine issues of a comic book, nine or ten, something like that, so Gotham Central book two, I believe it's called... Hold on. <laughs> okay. I have it here on my thing. It's uh book two, Jokers and Mad Men. Ah, looks nice. My camera. That's what it is. Um, and it is written by Ed Brubaker and Greg Rucka with art by Michael Lark. Um, what did what did we just do? I think we just we Didn't we just do something by? Ed Brubaker, let me see. You and me? Yeah, I think some kind of crime something. Blah, 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 let's look through these old things. Okay, so what
0: are the comics we've done this year? We did Strangers in Paradise, All-Star Superman, Plutona, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Go check out all of these great back episodes.
1: I guess not. Maybe I've pitched some stuff.
0: I think maybe you did.
1: I guess episode two, I did Velvet.
0: Yes, that's what it
1: was. But that was by myself. You hadn't jumped on the show yet.
0: I listened to it, so unless you could feel me listening to it, no. Anyways, <laughs> we, we did. It we
1: also did an episode on uh, All Star Superman, which is Grant Morrison, who wrote The Happy comic um but yeah so this book is by mm-hmm. ed brew baker and greg rucka uh with art by michael lark this is like c- crime noir comic super t- team mm-hmm. it is amazing um and the, the yeah i if if you're not familiar with any of the, the, the their work go look them up uh, and read some of their comics because it's amazing uh so that is pitch number two pitch number three i gotta pull up the interwebs because i didn't have time to write this one down is also a comic it's a graphic novel called superman peace on earth oh and it's uh by paul dini and art by alex ross Paul oh, Dini nice. is a fantastic writer. He's written for Batman and Superman yeah, and all sorts of stuff. He I also worked from. on he Batman, the animated, the animated series. series. Uh, he's yes. the creator of Harley Quinn as mm-hmm. well. well, well, well. Um, and Alex Ross, I'm sure you guys have seen his artwork. He does all those beautiful, beautiful, yeah. like statuesque, like 1920s style p- mm-hmm. paintings of all these super heroes yeah. and stuff like that so this book superman peace on earth is a graphic novel that finds superman conf- confronted by a the stark reality of the holiday season the fact that people around the world are starving
0: <gasps> so the
1: man of steel heroically sets out to prove that the problem of starvation can be solved by making sure no one on his adopted planet can goes hungry for 24 hours. Oh. Um. So Peace on Earth is a tale where Superman's fantastic powers are on display, but the real star of the story is his biggest superpower, his heart. That's uh,
0: true. <laughs> I, I have such a... So- I haven't done much with Superman. Like, this... when we read All-Star Superman, that was the first time I'd ever read him, except for his brief appearance in The Dark Knight Returns, but I've got... Such a soft spot for him because he's just like me, just a big gooey (laughs) Midwesterner.
1: Like me and him are the same. Exactly. This exciting, powerful, and incredibly poignant tale shows you that Superman may be an alien, but it it is his very human desire to create a better world that makes him such an inspiring character. Uh, blah 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 I'm not going to read the rest of this little website that I found the description on
0: there you go yeah
1: that's quite an interesting
0: array of pitches
1: those are all good (laughs) yeah so pitch number one happy hard boiled detective cop maybe goes crazy and has to save someone who's been kidnapped by someone in a Santa suit Mm -hmm. (laughs) pitch number two (laughs) Gotham's central book to Jokers and Mad Men in which Joker terrorizes people during the holiday season and pitch number three, Superman, Peace on Earth, where he's like, I wonder if just for 24 hours I can feed everyone on Earth.
0: (gasps) Those DC titles sound so fun in, like, very different ways. Like, I'd be down for just, like, the cops of Gotham City trying to deal with the Joker. Fantastic you know thing. I'm down for Superman being, like, a big softy who just wants to give people, like, corn. But...
1: <laughs> Eat the I, corn! Eat
0: it! <laughs> I, this is our last episode of the year, and I love the idea of doing a compare and contrast about something as weird as Happy. So I want to go okay. out on top with that one.
1: There you go. Uh, so if I'm not mistaken, the TV show is on Netflix. Awesome. I, I think I just saw it on Netflix. So you can watch that there. Uh, the comic book you may have to pick up somewhere else. I don't know uh, where you can get it for free. It is only six issue. I mean, uh, four issues. Mm-hmm. So it should be fairly cheap to find a collected version of that or you can just get them on comiXology or something yeah. uh, for cheap uh so yeah go go read and watch Happy with us I I'm sure it'll be an interesting ride yeah so like, I'm excited also
0: Superman was weird and the fact that this is like an original story and Grant Morrison doesn't have the big larger than life classic hero of Superman to like tie himself to how much weirder is this going to get?
1: Yeah, who knows? Who <laughs> knows? Uh, so we will see. Um, we'll see what is going on there. Let's see. Do I have any other k- k- kind of last minute housekeeping things you should be aware of? Again, this is our pen ultimate. Yeah. A- a- episode. The next one we do on Happy will be our last one of the year. And then coming in January, season two. Yay! Not this, but this. Ew, two. I am holding up. Two on each of my hands. Um, yeah, so that being said I, I guess we also have one more episode to do of the captain's log and that will uh-huh. be it. We are also planning on doing a anniversary episode. this is our the whatnots third year anniversary mm-hmm. uh, and that should be we're gonna be recording it um before the holidays. Mm -hmm. i think we'll live stream it however i don't think it's going to be coming out until uh like the end of the year slash start of the year that might be the first thing you guys see in your feeds um when when we come back from the holidays uh so that should be a lot of fun too that's just going to be as many members of the whatnots as we can get on a podcast Mm -hmm. uh some you may have seen some you may not have seen who knows um and uh, we're just going to be hanging out and maybe we're going to be drinking. Who knows? And maybe we're going to be talking about uh, what we did this this year. And it's going to be fant- fantastic and a lot of fun. Yeah. And all the stuff we would like to do in the future here at the Whatnots. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a virtual holiday party.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there we so go. So
0: Just imagine rocking around the Christmas tree playing very softly in the background in your own minds
1: um yeah so that should be a lot of fun so look for that uh, you guys can follow us on twitter at the whatnots uh, which is where we will update you on the exact details for that we're still finalizing some things with that uh, so we will let you know on twitter when that is a thing uh melissa where can the party people find you
0: uh, you can find me on Twitter and
1: Instagram at That's
0: Wilkywit. That's W I L K Y W I T. I just changed my Twitter profile image for the first time in like five years.
1: There you go. It's up to date now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Yo Kyle Springer. Um, I tweet a lot about video games and mm-hmm. things, stuff and things. <sighs> as rick would say from the walking dead um but yeah so that is that uh this has been episode 37 of the whatnots review show uh i guess we will see you guys next time adios guys
0: bye